Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Business Life and Coffee podcast, a virtual mentorship podcast for early stage entrepreneurs and busy professionals who care deeply about finding a healthy balance between work and the rest of our lives. Shout out to you if you're listening to us on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, iHeart, our RSS feed, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also shout out to you if you're tuning in to one of the 12 cities that we are airing in radio, which is Tampa, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, Macon, Georgia, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Boulder, Colorado, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Long Beach, California, The Villages, Florida, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Jacksonville, Florida, and Washington, D.C. Hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. And this episode is brought to you by Jumpstart HR, HR outsourcing for small businesses and startups, and our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash BLC, and it's your opportunity to contribute to the growth of the show. I just wanted to say, hey, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. And you're probably, if you're watching this on a a video somehow, you see that I've got uh, my Jumpstart t-shirt on. But there's also some cool merch that we just dropped on the Business Life and Coffee podcast page. Now, all of the stuff that's there now, we've got one sweatshirt that's uh, three different colors, everything from small to XL, to to XL actually. And um, it's super cool because, of course, it's logo branded, but it's a way for you to tell the world what podcasts you enjoy listening to the most. And I don't want to say maybe the most, but, you know, if you like listening to the show and you want the world to know about it, why don't you check out the merch at the Business Life and Coffee page. That's businesslifeandcoffee.com. Also, there's this cool internet trend that's been going around. I don't know about you, but uh, I like to follow up on some of the uh, memes and challenges that go on. I don't always participate, but this one was pretty cool because it married uh, my love of social media and just being able to laugh at yourself. So there's this Dolly Parton challenge. I call it the meme challenge. So hashtag meme challenge is where you'll find mine um, or even at my Instagram page, uh, Joey V Price HR. But it's cool. It's got uh, the whole thing is you take one um, person, so it would be yourself, and you share a photo that's a LinkedIn appropriate photo, a Facebook appropriate photo, a uh, Instagram appropriate photo, and then your Tinder profile pic. Now, I've never been on Tinder. Uh, you won't find me on there. If you do find me on there, you're being catfished. But I thought it was pretty fun. So why don't you take a look at the photos that I did in my little collage over at my Instagram page and add me on yours, like tag me on your uh, Dolly Parton challenge. I want to see some cool ones so that I can have a laugh too, because that would be so much fun. Speaking of fun, we're going to do a spotlight on our Mama I Made It. And typically Mama I Made It is where we find change makers and entrepreneurs across the country who are making it happen in their community. And so this week, I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine who is really crushing it with what he's doing with Black Speakers Network. His name is Brian Olds. Brian is a CEO and founder of Black Speakers Network. 
And what he does there is he equips and inspires the next generation of speakers and entrepreneurs. And now I don't necessarily have any particular major milestone that I want to shout out, but I just want to give attention to what he's doing with Black Speakers Network. So he does have a book. It's called Speak Up, The Ultimate Guide to Dominate in the Speaking Industry. And I'm sure you can find that online. You can find it on a website, find it on Amazon. I'll drop a link in the show notes. But with Black Speakers Network, it's pretty cool because he's helping people build up their platforms. I've mentioned in episodes in the past where you actually, if you're a public speaker, you can make upwards of 10% more than your peers because the skill of public speaking is so important. So why don't you go ahead and take a look at what Brian's doing with the Black Speakers Network. You can follow them on Instagram at Black Speakers Network. They're also on Facebook, they're on LinkedIn as well. Uh, and then Brian, he's at Brian J. Olds on Instagram. And he shared a he shared a, a meme the other day uh, that I thought was cool. I'm going to try to find it. And it was basically saying, if you wait until I'm quote unquote successful to work with me, then there's going to be a a fee or there's going to be an extra tax. Basically, the prices are going to go up. And uh, I kind of laughed at that. Yeah, here it is. If you wait until I'm quote unquote successful to work with me, there's going to be a late fee. So you don't want to wait and be billed uh, Brian's late fee. You definitely want to work with him now. I'm sure he does coaching. I'm sure you can learn a lot on Black Speakers Network. And if you are interested in growing your public speaking skills and abilities, I know he's been doing Toastmasters for a long time. He probably recommends that. But why don't you give Brian a shout out and see how he can help you become a better speaker? Because there's so much benefit in being a better speaker. And if that's something that's a goal for you this year in 2020 or whenever you're listening to this show, you definitely want to make sure that you're taking intentional steps to become a better speaker. And uh, we're going to talk about more about uh, taking intentional steps with the uh, while you are working segment. But until now, definitely follow Brian. Uh, that's Brian J. Olds on Instagram. He's on Facebook as well. And on uh, the Black Speakers Network IG at Black Speakers Network. It's so cool when you can own all of your handles and things. I had to get uh, Joey V. Price HR because someone had Joey V. Price in other uh, social media. So that was the only way that I could be consistent across the board was to have Joey V. Price HR. But it's cool because HR is my thing. That's what I do. That's what I love. And one of the things that I love about helping people with their HR is... uh, Startups that have found that they, they've gotten their first round of seed funding or their second round of seed funding. And for those of you who don't know if you're listening, and if you are a, a startup founder who is listening, when you get that round of seed money, the whole goal is to put that back into your business and to help your business scale and grow. So part of that is making sure that you are spending your time wisely because time is money as well, making sure you're spending your time wisely and focusing on things that will help your organization the most. Now, 
I love HR and we do HR as a business, but I'm pretty sure if you're a tech firm, if you are a hardware firm, if you are any company that is being able to invest in your business through seed funding, you probably don't want to spend time on HR. And that's why Jumpstart HR exists, because we help small businesses and startups build their organization, help it scale, handle a lot of the administrative HR tasks, as well as some strategic ones as well. So we work with you as a partner. We work with you as a consultant, as a strategic and tactile partner to help you with a lot of your HR things. Um, We'll have to do an episode soon on all of the things that you should be focusing on if you are a CEO that aren't HR because you should, you know, trust Jumpstart HR with that. So schedule your 15 minute call. See how we can help you. That's jumpstart-hr.com slash contact. So if you're a small business, you just got seed funding and you're looking to grow your business, that's jumpstart-hr.com slash contact to schedule your 15 minute conversation with us to see how we can help you become better at HR. All right, let's get back to the show. This week on While You Were Working, we're turning our attention to a book this time. And this is a book that got a lot of love on my social media feed. I literally just posted this thing and was like, "Uh, I'm all about trying to do a book a month. And so this book that I was reading, I posted it on my Instagram stories. I didn't even post it on my feed. I posted it on my stories and it got so much love that I was like, man, you're probably listening to this podcast and you might have no idea about this book. And so here I am, you know, I'm your friend, I'm your your advisor, I'm your virtual mentor. I've got to tell you about this book because it got so much love on Instagram. And why should you care about this book? Well, first of all, uh, this book is for people who fall into different categories. One of the first category you may fall into is if you're able to start something strong, you've got high enthusiasm, high energy, high interest in starting a new goal or a new project or a new initiative, whether that's at home, whether that's at work, whether that's in whatever area of life, you might start strong, but when it comes to finishing, you don't finish strong. You don't finish well. Uh, You have to find that enthusiasm somewhere. There's a Zig Ziglar quote that says, uh, you know, people wonder why we have to get enthusiasm and inspiration daily. And he said, it's the same reason why you have to take a shower every day, (laughs) because you need to have that every single day. You need something that can give you a a big uh, pick you up. So if you start strong, but you don't finish well, you want to, you want this book. Another bucket of people, if you fall into this, you set out to achieve a goal, but don't get the results that you expect. This book really, really got me uh, when he was talking about this section about actually, well, what is the goal and what type of goal should you be celebrating? Do you celebrate the end goal or do you celebrate things along the way? So that was a, a thing that um, I think you might resonate with. And the last thing is, if you're the kind of person who's like, ah, you know, I just I just go with the flow. My wife calls them free birds. Like, oh, I'm just a free bird. You know, whatever. I'll just fly wherever I want to go. If you're somebody who doesn't set goals at all and you just let life take you wherever you want to go, this is definitely a book for you. And the book that is for you is it's called Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. 
And uh, there's a funny story about how this book was even made. It's because the guy who wrote the book, I believe his name is James Clear. James Clear wrote a book from a blog. It's a, it was a series of blog entries that he did over time. And someone approached him and said, you should write a book about this. And he's like, oh, maybe I should just go back in and edit my blogs. So that's what he did. By the way, I have a book like that. It's called Never Miss the Mark, How to Win at Job Search. So if you're ever on Amazon and you want an ebook on how to improve your chances with job search, I wrote a book a while ago. It's a long time ago. It might even be outdated, but hey, I did a thing. Go check it out. It's cool. It's on Amazon it's called Never Miss the Mark by Joey Price. And so he just was able to take this habit that he had of writing a blog and then turn it into a best-selling book that wound up on my Instagram feed and got so much love. But I wanted to share a few quotes from this book and you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes. Uh, if you click the link in the show notes, it's an affiliate link. It's the same price on Amazon, but you do support the show by purchasing from this link. But the there are three quotes that he shares that I wanted to share with you. The first one is, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And that really got to me because how many times have you been so inspired, so motivated, so enthusiastic about achieving a goal? And the reality is, is that you don't have the system to sustain it or you don't have the habits in place to sustain it. I would say that atomic habits could also be replaced with atomic systems or atomic processes. And so when you don't have the level of systems to meet your goals, you're going to fall to that because your systems are your expected processes that happen over time. One thing that I can say about systems is even how we develop the show, right? So I have to make sure that if I want to produce and have a high quality episode every week, there are certain things that I need to do to make sure that that's a success. So I have to research the topics by a certain time. I have to study them by a certain time. I need to make sure that I, <laughs> that I look good for the camera uh, because that's a part of it, because I'm in front of a camera right now. And then I need to make sure that I'm recording this episode in enough time for my producer and editor to review the information, chop it up, put it up the way that it's supposed to be and share it with you, the listener and the viewer. So it's not about the enthusiasm that I would have in reaching the goal. It's about the systems that I have in place to accomplish the goal. Does that make sense? Let me know if, if you like what you hear by, you know, posting it online and, and uh, reaching out to me. So you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. The next quote that he says is goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. Now, this is the equivalent of let's say you want to let's say you want to go to a friend's house and you've never been there before. Your goal is to go to the friend's house. So your friend's house is, you know, 555 Main Street. Like my goal is to go to 555 Main Street and get there by a certain time. But your system is going to be your GPS. You're going to put your goal in the system and work your system until you're able to get to your goal, which is 555 Main Street, hanging out with your friend, hanging out with your bestie. So you've got to look at goal accomplishment in two ways. You've got to look at your goals as setting the direction as far as like where you want to go. 
And then you have to look at your systems that you have in place to get you there. One example that I can think of very high level, last week we talked about fitness and how fitness goals are, are great. And you have to ask yourself, if you want to improve your health and fitness, do you have the systems in place to do that? Are you stopping by the gym before work or after work? If you don't like taking showers at the gym, which I don't blame you, uh, do you <laughs> do you go to the gym after work and then work out and then shower at home? Or do you go to the gym in the morning with enough time to shower at home and then go into work? Or is there a gym at your at your office and you maybe you have a shower at your office? I don't know. And you could just work out at that gym and shower at your office. So you may have a goal in place, but what's missing, according to James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, is that you don't have the system to get you there. So think now, you know, what are some of the systems or what are some of the goals that you have that you just don't have the systems in place to make it work and to actually get you there? If you can think about the uh, goals that you have and where you don't have systems to get you there, I promise you, you will radically change your ability to reach your goals by just focusing on the systems. And the last thing he says is professionals stick to the schedule. Amateurs let life get in the way. And this really got to me because this is focusing on your intentionality around accomplishing a goal. Sometimes I can be so excited on the front end of something and put so much passion and energy in so much that I'm like, overcompensating have you been there where you like you're like oh i need to put so much energy into this thing and then you wind up burning out and needing to scale back and sometimes scaling back means that you actually fall behind and and when you fall behind you can become like an amateur where you get let life get in the way because either you're too tired you're too hungry you're too distracted there's something else cool to focus on um so he says that amateurs let life get in the way but professionals stick to the schedule so another thing that you can do to elevate your systems is just to put them on a schedule. So like I said, with the podcast and creating the podcast, I have to stick to the schedule and not let life get in the way. And I'll take that even one step further and say that I put in a buffer or a margin. So for example, I'm recording this on a Friday. I usually record these episodes on a Wednesday or a Thursday, but Friday is like my cutoff point. And uh, basically what I have in place is like if Wednesday life gets in the way, Thursday life gets in the way, I know by Friday I need to cut this episode. And so that's what I'm doing now. I have it in my calendar. I've got it set up so that I can go ahead and record this episode and bring it to you so that you can enjoy it. And so you've got to make sure that you're sticking to your schedule and not letting life get into the way. So that's my take on uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Let me know what you think about the book. Go ahead and purchase it. I've got a link to buy it on Amazon. It's available in all formats. And yeah, so that is a really good book about habits. But also, I offer one-on-one -on -one and group coaching for you to stick to your habits. And how do you do that? You can become a member of our Patreon page. Now, Patreon is a way for you to contribute to creatives and creators that do things that you value and they offer their works for free. So if you want to take that next step 
in not only supporting the show, but also getting more value out of your relationship with the Business Life and Coffee show, why not become a member of our Patreon page? Members of the Patreon page will have access to a private community where you're able to hear and share articles that I curate that will help you advance in your career, in your business, in your life as well as at a certain level, you are able to participate in monthly hangouts with me where we are able to chat about your career, your business, things that I'm thinking about, upcoming things that are happening on the show. And at a certain level, you're even able to recommend topics that topics and guests that you think would be great for the show. So why not become a member of Patreon? Uh, it's patreon.com slash BLC. There's a link to it in the show notes. That's Patreon, P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com slash B-L-C. All right, let's get to it. This week's coffee shop Q&A is all about something that's really important to me that it's definitely an HR topic, but I think it's a team building topic as well, even though team building falls under HR. But coffee shop Q&A is a segment where we dive right into mentorship. It's either a guest interview, a topic I've been thinking about lately that I want to share with you or responding to your questions. And if you want me to answer your questions on the show, you can reach me at jprice at jumpstart-hr.com or send me a tweet or DM Joey V. Price HR on Twitter or Instagram. So this is a question and the question is, I'm looking to grow my company and have considered using personality tests to decide whom to hire. Do you have any advice on how to make the most of personality tests in the hiring process? Well, actually, I do. So before I get started, though, I want to set the stage of why this is so important. It's super important because hiring is tough and there can be a lot of costly ways or more expensive ways that your competitors are using to get the best talent out there. Now, I'm not going to go into a list of those, but just know that there are personality tests out there that are free or low cost that you can use as a way to identify who might be a great fit for your team. Another reason why this is important is because personality tests are so popular. I feel like there are certain cults that exist for personality tests where people will begin to refer themselves by their test results and they will build community around people who have uh, the same passion for the test. And I've seen it with Myers-Briggs. I've seen it with DISC. I've seen it with this new one, Enneagram. And people will walk around and say, oh, I'm a three, I'm a four, I'm an eight, I'm a nine, I'm a one. And if you haven't heard of Enneagram, you're probably like, well, what are these numbers? Enneagram is, uh, it's a a uh, way of categorizing the human psyche into nine different personality types. And it's a typology that is useful for understanding the inner workings and motivations behind human behavior. That's essentially what all personality tests do. But this one is unique in that it's about inner workings and motivation. And the last reason why you should care about personality tests and how they impact your team or your company, whether you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or a member of a team or a manager, if you get hiring right, you're going to have a motivated team member and your team is going to benefit. So there's like a win-win. Do the test, get it right, make it a part of a, a holistic hiring and onboarding experience, and you'll definitely benefit. So how are we using tests wrong? Because I think that Using personality tests are great, but there's a time for everything, a time and place for everything. 
first thing we do is we use personality tests to hire people who act like us or who think like us. For So, for example, with an Enneagram, if you are a three, you use a Enneagram test to only find threes. Well, that doesn't help you because that just repeats the same type of culture in your organization and repeats the same kind of person in your organization. And diverse teams are the key to success. There has been tons of research that says if you want to be successful, you have to have a well-balanced team. You're not going to have a well-balanced team if you have all D's or all I's or all S's or all C's. Uh, Those are different personality traits from the DISC assessment. You need to find people that polish out your weaknesses or bring a certain strength to your team that you don't already have. The other reason why we use personality tests wrong in the hiring process is almost the flip of that is using personality tests to weed out people who don't act like this. Actually, uh, and I'm going to get into it in a minute, but you should be finding people that don't act like you if you want to build out a team. And the last thing is using personality tests as a final determinant of whether someone is a good hire or not, while de-emphasizing things like skill, experience and chemistry. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good personality test. I do. I am an advocate for it in the hiring process. The only challenge is where do you plug that in? And so you need to make sure that you're not using this assessment as the final grade for whether or not someone is a great for your organization or great for your team. You need to make sure that they can do the job. You need to make sure that they have their resources or their references checked out. You need to make sure that it's a good fit for the person and the team that they're going to be on. And then you can throw in the personality test as a way of saying, hey, I think that you're a great person for the team. And this is the key for personality tests. And here's how I think you plug into the team over the next 30 days, 90 days, year, two years, three years. It's a way to set someone up for success and to motivate them to uh, hit the ground running. It's almost like it, uh, it adds a level of vulnerability and transparency to your team because you know how to relate to a person based on their test and you know how to identify strengths and weaknesses with the test. And I don't really think there's a way you can game a personality test because there's so many options. It's not like A or B. There's literally like four to nine to with strength finders, there's over 52 strengths. You really are being true to yourself and then you can find a way to uh, work with other team members and they'll know how to work with you. So what are some tests that I like? I like the DISC assessment. I'm really big on that. I do like Enneagrams. Uh, I'm also a huge Strength Finders test kind of person. So those are the ones that I really like. But yes, you can use personality tests in the hiring process and the onboarding process. But you've got to make sure that you're using it the right way by allowing it to be a guide into a person and who a person is and not an ultimate determining factor of if that person is cut out for the job. So that's my thoughts on it. You're welcome to disagree, but that's what I have to say on the topic. But thanks for tuning in to the Business Life of Coffee show, and I'll see you next week.